This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. Listen, I know it's been a hard, heart-wrenching, stomach-churning kind of year. It's been a year of hotheads, blowhards, killing sprees, bloodshed, and takedowns. It's been a year in which tyranny took a few more steps forward and freedom got knocked down a few more notches. It's been a year with an abundance of bad news and a shortage of good news. It's been a year of too much hate and too little kindness. It's been a year in which politics and profit margins took precedence over decency, compassion, human kindness. We've been operating in this soul-sucking, topsy-turvy, inside-out, upside-down state for so long that it's hard not to be overwhelmed by all that is wrong in the world in order to reflect and give thanks for what is good. And now we find ourselves at this present moment, more than 200 years after George Washington issued the first Thanksgiving proclamation, as a time to give thanks for a government whose purpose was to ensure the safety and happiness of its people, and for a constitution designed to safeguard civil and religious liberty. But how do you give thanks for freedoms that are constantly being eroded? How do you express gratitude for one's safety when the perils posed by the American police state grow more treacherous every day? How do you come together as a nation in Thanksgiving when the powers that be continue to polarize and divide us into warring factions? Here's what I know. Washington, obviously wanted Thanksgiving to be a day of contemplation in which we frankly assessed our shortcomings, acknowledged our wrongdoings, and resolved to be a better, more peaceable nation in the year to come. Clearly, this Thanksgiving finds us saddled with a government that is a far cry from Washington's vision of a government that is governed by wise, just, and constitutional laws, faithfully executed and obeyed by its agents, assisting foreign nations with good government, peace, and concord, promoting true religion, virtue, and science. With every passing day, the U.S. government more closely resembles an evil empire, governed by laws that are rash, unjust, and unconstitutional, policed by government agents who are corrupt, hypocritical, and abusive, a menace to its own people, and the antithesis of everything Washington hoped the government would be, which would be a blessing to all people. To that list, let me add one more, a populace that remains silent in the face of the nation's downfall. By doing nothing, by remaining silent, by being bystanders to injustice, hate, and wrongdoing, good people become as guilty as the perpetrator. So i got a question for you. What can you do? Be a hero, suggests psychologist Philip Zimbardo. Be an individual. Listen to your inner voice. Take responsibility. As Zimbardo concluded, Each of us has an inner hero we can draw upon in an emergency. If you think there is even a possibility that someone needs help, act on it. You may save a life. You are the modern version of the Good Samaritan that makes the world a better place for all of us. Good advice, Mrs. Zimbardo. Resist the urge to look away, folks. Recognize injustice. Refuse to remain silent. Take a stand. Speak up. Speak out. This is what Zimbardo refers to as the power of one. All it takes is one person breaking away from the fold to change the dynamics of a situation. 
Once anyone helps, then in seconds others will join in because a new social norm emerges. Do something helpful, Zimbardo advises. For example, a few years ago in Florida, a family of six, four adults and two young boys, were swept out to sea by a powerful rip current in Panama City Beach. There was no lifeguard on duty. The police were standing by waiting for a rescue boat. And a few people who tried to help ended up stranded as well. Those on the shore grouped together and formed a human chain. What started with five volunteers grew to 15, then 80 people, some of who couldn't even swim. One by one, they linked hands and stretched as far as their chain would go. The strongest of the volunteers swam out beyond the chain and began passing the stranded victims of the rip current down the chain. One by one, they rescued those in trouble and pulled each other in. Folks, there's a moral here for what needs to happen in America if we can only band together and prevail against the riptides that threaten to overwhelm us and even destroy us. So here's what I suggest. Instead of just giving thanks this holiday season with words that are so often forgotten, why, why not put your gratitude into action with deeds that spread a little kindness, lighten someone's burden, and brighten someone's dark corner? Pay your blessings forward in whatever way makes sense to you. This is something that everyone can do no matter how tight our budgets are or how crowded our schedules are. Engage in acts of kindness. Smile more. Fight less. Build bridges. Refuse to be so toxic and get involved in toxic politics that you allow to define your relationships. Focus on the things that unite us instead of the things that divide us. Be a hero, whether or not anyone ever notices or anyone ever cares. Do your part to push back against the meanness of our culture with conscious compassion and humanity. Moods are contagious, the good and the bad. They can be passed from person to person. So can the actions associated with those moods, the good and the bad. Even holding the door open for someone or giving up your seat on a crowded train are acts of benevolence that, magnified by other such acts, can spark a movement. Volunteer the soup kitchen or donate to a charity that does good work. Take part. In local food drives, take a meal to a needy family. Adopt an elderly person at a nursing home. Support the creation of local homeless shelters in your community. Urge your churches, synagogues, and mosques to act as rotating thermal shelters for the homeless during the cold winter months. In other words, let me be clear here, in other words, help those in need. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War on the American People, fixing what's wrong with this country is not going to happen overnight. But in the short term, there are things we can all do right now to make this world, or at least our small corner of it, a little bit kinder, a lot less hostile, and more unjust. We need, definitely need a more just world. It's never too late to start making things right in the world, folks. So this year, don't just give thanks at Thanksgiving. Pay your blessings forward. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford press alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute. 
by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, we can make America free again.